Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Well, Merry Christmas. It is good to see all of you on this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, <laughs> this Wednesday morning. You know, the narrative of the birth of Jesus is quite a story. It has intrigue and unexpected turns. But we might not notice some details because we are so familiar with the story. But there's one thing that we should be careful to never remove from the story. It should never be minimized. And that is poverty. Poverty. The Lord of all comes as a child born to poverty, which is really quite amazing. We are talking about the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the one whom Isaiah prophesied in our first reading, for a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. And he will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. It is this Lord that was born to such poverty. God chose for a birthplace an unknown village in a remote province. He is born of a poor maiden and accepts all that poverty implies. In the words of one of our church fathers, Theodotus of the fifth century, he wrote these words, if Jesus had been born to high rank and amidst luxury, Unbelievers would have said the world had been transformed by wealth. If he had chosen as his birthplace the great city of Rome, they would have thought the transformation had been brought about by civil power. Suppose he had been the son of an emperor. They would have said how useful it is to be powerful. Imagine the son of a senator. It would have been, look what can be accomplished by legislation. But what did he do? God chose surroundings that were poor and simple, so ordinary as to be almost unnoticed, so that people would know it was the Godhead alone that had changed the world. This was the very reason for choosing his mother from among the poor of a very poor country and for becoming poor himself poverty and that is why we need to be reminded of the manger to let it teach us of who Jesus is it is amazing that the very first thing we read of baby Jesus birth is what the angel gave as a sign the angel showed Before the whole host came, the angel showed up in front of the shepherds and said, you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And when the shepherds found Joseph and Mary, they found the baby lying in a manger, just as the angel had been told them. 
The baby Jesus was laid in a manger because he had no bed to lie on. But Jesus was not laid in a manger by accident. Because this act out of lack of the basics of life was a foreshadowing event, a prophetic act of God's grace. Why was the manger a prophetic act? Of what did the manger foreshadow? Well, what is a manger? A manger is a structure or a, or a feeder used to hold food for animals. Manger comes from the Latin word mundicare, which means to eat. And what act did Jesus choose for us to remember him? What do we do when we gather for worship that becomes a means of receiving God's grace into our bodies? The manger foreshadowed our sacramental communion, our Eucharistic feast. For it is the very words of Christ who said, while they were eating and taking bread and giving thanks, breaking it and giving it to his disciples, saying, take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. God chose the act of eating to remember him and a means to receive his grace. And at the very beginning of the God incarnate babe, he was placed in a manger where animals feed. He was laid in a manger to show that he would be the food even of the inarticulate and the awkward. The word of God drew to himself both the rich and the poor, both the eloquent and the slow of speech as he lay in the manger in poverty. And he did this for you and me. His divinity made God rich, but he became poor for our sake. As St. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, for you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Because it is by his life and death and resurrection that Jesus has made a way for us to be redeemed, a way of peace. In the words of the great preacher Charles Spurgeon, that manger was the place where the treaty was signed, whereby warfare should be stopped between man's conscience and himself, man's conscience and his God. The manger is a sign of peace with God. Where else can peace be found but in the person of Jesus? And this was the peace that was prophesied through the prophet Isaiah. In our reading today, it said endless peace. It is the peace that we find in our soul when we receive the forgiveness of our sins because of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is the peace of God that passeth all understanding, which keeps our hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is a sacred peace between the forgiven soul and God the forgiver. A marvelous atonement between the sinner and their judge. Well, today... We celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, 
It is a meaningful day for us as Christians because God incarnate the person, Jesus Christ, made a way for us to receive forgiveness of sins and have eternal life. The true celebration of Christmas is for those who have received him. For everyone that receives him and believes in his name, he gives the right to become the children of God. And this is why for the Christian, Christmas is more than a holiday or, or a season. It is the acceptance of the reconciliation God the Father offers through Jesus, his son. And the acceptance we have in Jesus, the assurance we have in Jesus, the redemption we have in him. It is not based on how good we are or how talented we are. Pastor and author Tim Keller wrote, if you want to become a Christian, all you need is nothing. But most people don't have that. Most of us come with a recommendation letter, our resume, our morality, our money. But we need to come as Christ came, with nothing. For our sake, he became poor. When we come to feed at the Lord's table, which we will in just a few moments from now, we come as we come forward. We come with nothing. We come with open hands to receive the goodness of God. May we never forget the mystery that God incarnate was born and placed in a manger. May we never forget the invitation to feast on the body of Christ, the gifts of God for the people of God. May we receive them in remembrance that Christ died for us. May we feed on him in our hearts by faith with thanksgiving. At Christmas, God incarnate became poor that we would become rich by receiving God in our hearts. Emmanuel, God with us. However we celebrate Christmas today and over the next 12 days, may we never take the poverty out of the Christmas story. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.